quick recap. We were, at, we were asked to go kidnap an automaton called the Parthians. Or... No, Parthenian. <laughs> Parthenians, whatever. Parthians are the, are the horse archers. <laughs> Just a quick note, as we rejoin our characters, they are in the port city of Zir on the coast of Zandu, looking for information on Parthenians so they can nab one to trade for an ancient tablet. So yeah, let's go, let's go see uh, merchant men and, uh, and sailors mm-hmm. and ships coming up from the south uh, and, and oh. see if we can find some rumor or story of uh of seeing one of these um parthenian vessels so you two are going to be walking the docks looking for sailors okay yeah yep (laughs) hello sailor hello sailor yes (laughs) let's a perception to find something that somebody who would uh you're thinking yeah they look like they came from the south all right i'm decent should we both roll or somebody helping or I'm a four perception, so... I'm a lot less perceptive. Good thing I'm so perceptive. Keeps me from failing entirely, right? <laughs> yeah, you bought a Farad overseeing the unloading of a, a ship, and, you know, Farads are from the south, so... Oh, what luck. See, they're a, a Farad working with that crew, and we know we've been told that uh, that Parthenians do get out to Farad and the Empire, so he may be a good candidate for you to talk to. All right, then. I'll approach with Hello Sailor. You approach with Hello Sailor, and I think he doesn't even pay any attention to you. Yeah, I don't think so. not touching to him. Um, Captain Merchant? Start waving my hand. What's that uh, dirty little man? What, What is it you want? Can't you see I'm busy? Well, I can see that what you're doing is very important, uh, which is why I'm only going to take up a slight amount of your time. Uh, I'm curious, since you seem to be coming up from the south, if you have come across any Parthenian-like vessels in your in your northward journey. What concern is that to you? My travels are my business. Well, I'm I'm not trying to establish a connection between you and any particular other trading or what your business is. I'm simply curious about what you might have seen on your northward voyage we understand that information has value and i could probably fork up a couple of lumens for for his time giving some charisma to try to convince this guy it's worth his time and uh if you're only offering a couple of lumens i think uh say minus two minus two if we make it five Uh, do i roll or do just the nasa's roll roll who's making this i heard yvonne making the the offer of the the money, yeah. Of, yeah, saying making it worth his time. So you do it then, Devon. If I see the skepticism on his face and I up it to five, can I reduce my penalty? Well, I think you've already, I've already made, made the, the offer. The offer. Yeah. Okay. You say that was two down? Well. He uh, looked at your your offer of uh, the gold there and kind of looked at it in your hand without reaching out to take it. If you were to transact some, some business... Then come aboard my cabin and we'll discuss it, um, but it will cost you more than two gold for any information I have. My time is far more valuable. 
You are a Fantasian, aren't you? I am. I do hail from Cabal Magicus. I would like to do business with you. I, uh, I am eager to discuss such business. I'm gently ushering her forward. (laughs) Excellent. Um, I see that you're, well, you're busy at the moment directing loading, so shall we arrange a time for us to meet you aboard? Um, During the, the lunch hour would be, and we'll have a meal and have a discussion. Very good. I look forward to it. Excellent. I'm sure we'll do great business together. Yes, indeed. All right. And so he turns back to directing. No, you oafs. That's fragile. My, my, oh, the peoples of the world love Fantasians, I mutter. <laughs> Maybe he'll have a job for us that we'll be able to very ably do, that will be to his profit, and that will uh, that will help us. Yep, yeah, I think so. I'm sure it's very innocent. It's got to be more innocent than than the other things that we're trying to figure out how to do. It can't be any worse than we are. <laughs> right. I guess I guess we'll, you know, just for to occupy our time, like I'll continue to look for, for viable leads, even though maybe they don't lead anywhere or we don't discover anything. I mean, that's what I mean. Go after around and nobody, either they tell you just to buzz off or like, yeah, nah, I haven't seen anything like that. Or, oh, I saw that. I saw one of those ships. Uh, Two months ago, or something like that. Yeah. All right. And I head back to the ship. Uh, do you guys head back, or well, we gotta have lunch eventually? Mm, yeah. Yeah, but do you go back to drag me along for lunch, or are you gonna let me have my lunch on my by my own by myself? I'm not sure if he intended that uh, that uh, business dealing to be private. How private? Just him and Ivan? I guess I I put that question to Yvonne. Like, uh, it seemed to me perhaps that he wanted me not to be present, at least. At least that's my read. Okay. How would he feel about... Uh, I'm sure he would be fun. overawed if you brought your your uh, impressively tall... Uh, so we switch you out and have yes. you wash the ship and mm-hmm. I bring along the... Big guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as long as I feel ready to accept his terms, then, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure that'll work that out. Okay, so that's the plan. Two Fantasians. Walk into a, onto a ship, yeah. yeah. Two Fantasians and a Farad entered a deal. So you go back to uh, his ship, uh, one of the the crews, uh, Jadin is expecting you and leads you to his cabin. Very good. Where there's a, a meal laid out. My new friends. There's a, who's this uh, another Fantasian? Excellent. Come, come, and uh, sit down. Join me. We are glad to uh, share in her hospitality. I'm sure you will. You'll be interested in this. I'm looking to to add uh, the trading of dream essence to my uh, portfolio. I see. So the business venture that you propose is for us to open a supply of dream essence to you that you may sell at profit. This seems quite reasonable. I'm sure we will all profit from this. Very good. In what quantities and rate of delivery would you require? How much can you supply me with? Or can you, you know, introduce me to others in um, Cabal Magicus? Cabal Magicus, who could maybe even more. Yes. 
Coming as I do from the ranks of the Astromancers, I am acquainted with many and will be able to make introductions. Now it's time for me as a player, or perhaps as a character, to rack my brain and it's like, okay, do I have outstanding warrants in Cabal Magicus right now? <laughs> Surely not. Surely everything's going to be okay. We haven't re- resolved completely how you guys have the, the skiff. How we have the skiff. Did we take it on, on loan? Do we have investors? Do we have people who are expecting us to start making a lot of money and bring them a return? In which case, this would be proof that we're moving in that direction, that we can make some deals that are going to turn a profit, open up a new market. We'd be doing well for all of the people that we owe something to back home. Well, you owe owe people something back home. Yes. We're saying that uh, you have a group that technically owns this the skiff and you are supposed to be off adding value to their investment. Yes, I think. Okay. Probably can't actually set the deal right now because we're in... I know that I can't make the dream essence myself. So we have to do deals and have a supplier. So even though you can set set the initial, initial negotiation, that still may be turned down at the other end saying, no, we can't do it for that price. Yeah. But what he's asking for right now is that we make introductions and give him an in with the dream merchants. So we would probably have to go back. We would have to go back, yes. Or letter of introduction? Yeah, I, but I think he is going to want me there in person making introductions. So basically, he is asking us to, to do some in-person Fantasian politicking and, and business. Do we have to do this right right away or do this after we do our... I think it's probably going to take less time than doing our Parthenian hunt. Yep. It does become a bit of a recursive quest chain. Do this quest to fulfill that quest, to fulfill the third quest, but I can deal with that as long as I can keep it straight in my head. Complicated world. We get XP for all of them, right? <laughs> <laughs> Have the meal and discuss the particulars of talking about who you you know people and can provide the introductions and yep. When can we arrange these uh this meeting? Oh, we get there faster than he would. Yeah, so we'd be able to set out directly once uh, once we've finished our maintenance and resupply. Well, we've done the resupply. We just need to finish the maintenance and then we'd be able to set out south. So we would definitely uh, put his business on the front burner. No time like the present, then. Uh, right. Whatever we need to so we... Sh- shake on or sign, you know. Yep. I will come to your ship, and uh, we will take off in the morning. Right. And I guess you'll be leaving your ship in the care of your first officer, and we'll be setting out ahead of your crew, then. This will be the beginning of a wonderful relationship. Indeed. So say we all. Accommodations are a bit Spartan, or whatever the equivalent of Spartan is in Talislanta. Give you a, a good hearty uh, handshake with each of you, and they see you in the, in the morrow. Okay, so what news? Did you get the information? We do not have 
the information yet because in order to make good on his price, we have entered into a business arrangement where I will need to introduce him to Dream Merchants and other persons in Cabal Magicus in order to set up Dream Essence trade with him. Wait, what? Yeah. But all we wanted was in possible information about any kind of Parthenian vessel on the way up here. What? Has he provided any security that he has any information about this sort of thing? The character without bargain begins to <laughs> somewhat abashed. You have been frauded. <laughs> Very likely. But if it if it works out, then it starts to turn a profit for the ship, which I am under some pressure to do. Also, on the way there, we can have conversations with him. It turns out he doesn't know anything. We're above the sea. I would not plan any such treachery. It would be reputationally damaging for us. No, nah, but we can leave him in Thacia, though. Yes. Caprica is definitely civilization. So, so save you, we all, is that it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he, I guess he's going to get to sleep in the only cabin on the ship then, am I correct? He shows up with uh, another one of his, his crew carrying a bunch of stuff for him, and he'll look at the small ship and look at the cabin and go, oh, I'm staying here, obviously. Obviously. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting the, the tarp out so I can make a little place for Evian to sleep on the deck. It's a shame you didn't have a larger ship, but uh, I'm sure once we start our business, you will be able to afford a great windship. Is your crewman coming with us as well? Of course. I'm only bringing one servant. As long as we don't exceed the weight class. One, two, three, four, five, five uh, bits of luggage. Yes. Yeah, okay. Servant's name wouldn't be Javis, would it? <laughs> no, because he's unfortunately not, not that critical to the plot. Oh, so him we could throw overboard, maybe. Looks like, yeah, he's a, um, let's say he's a, a poor Moroccan. Poor sad sack Moroccan. Where are those from? They're from the middle of the continent. Like one of the southern places or the deserts or? Deserts. Okay. Oh, and, and the repair to the wing was didn't require a roll or anything like that, or there, you've got the equipment, and both of you, you've got that that repaired and set sail or set uh, wind sail. I figure we just do a straight straight on south, uh, head out from zero to we, and then head south down to uh, Thacia. Quick stop there, and then there the Fantas. He seems quite quite thrilled with the the flying. Goes out to the front and leans over, looking... King of the world! Looking, yeah. His servant holding him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Be careful, sir. We probably still have Fantan uh, rations, so yes, we serve him some delicious Fantan food bars. Wow, this is extraordinarily bland. Isn't it? Mm. <laughs> is this is like the flavor like magically sucked out of it? Is it? How do you manage this? I have often wondered... I have a small box of mushrooms from the weirwood if you are interested in a little spice. Let's try some other exotic flavors. Mushrooms, you say? Yes. <laughs> He's kind of asking a lot of questions about the ship and how does that, that work? And you, how does it stay up? And you're moving some of the sails and wings. You know, oh, why are you moving that? What does that do? How does it work? Science. <laughs> 
The Levitationals are powered by distillates, which are made deep in the heart of the uh, Cabal Magicus Citadel. So while they are are uh, charming the fraud with uh, with tales uh, and stories of wind wind skiffing, I am going to approach the servant and ask about his home regions and if I find out that it's anywhere near the center region where possibly Hodge is, I'm going to start asking questions about that. His name is Murdmeyer. His name is what? Murdmeyer. Murdmeyer. Does that mean anything? It has a it has a strange ring to it. I don't think so. It's what I was named. I know the feeling. So so this region, the central, what what do we call the continent? Tau. Talisanta. Central Talisanta. Where, whereabouts whereabouts is your home region? Worst part. The worst part. Yes. Is is the worst part anywhere near Hajj? Depends on what you mean by near. I mean. Adjacent, uh, closer than here, but not that close. I've been there. Is it closer to the Seven Kingdoms, perhaps? Maruk is a little closer to Hodge, or around the same distance to Hodge as it is to the borders of the Southern Southern Kingdom. So, so what goes on in Maruk? Is Maruk also built upon the ruins of a of a lost flying city, perhaps? He gives you a very incredulous stare yeah, give him back like the you know expectant rube look whatever it was built on was cursed i see there's nothing there but grub tube farming and uh dung collection everything's falling apart it does sound like a drear place yes i i fully understand why you are traveling in this case i guess it beats shoveling dung sometimes is, is your master a magnanimous one? Uh, a generous one? No. I see. I have seen you doting on the man. Is he often given to risk, risk-taking risk like this? Leaning over the edges of, of windskiffs and such? He seems to be uh, an adventurous sort. I suppose he would say something like, nothing ventured, nothing gained, uh, correct? Probably. I see the charm of the endless mud flats and dung shoveling has uh, marked you you are you are the most interestingly uninteresting individual i've yet come across i think if you say so mudmire it was mudmire murdmire but murdmire murdmire maybe that's your nickname for it <laughs> i mean it would be dungmire i guess if, if i were honest i think that's what i call him like accidentally then I just go with it. So, Dungmire, have have you spied any intriguing ships, strange triremes, perhaps, on your journeys with your master? I've seen them in the port at Taran. I I have been told that they can spew great gouts of flame. Have you seen any of these machines? Any such weapons? Not been aboard one. I've just seen them in the harbor there. Have you seen any of these uh, these bronze men come ashore? I've seen them on the harbor in the docks. Do they seem like living people like you and, well, like me? They certainly appear to be. They're always uh, covered in bronze. Head, head to toe? Yes. Like armor? Yes. So you wouldn't know if they were secretly made of, I don't know, clockwork? That seems odd. 
You've heard them speak, perhaps? No? I've not been that close to them. This is unfortunate. It is an interesting topic. Yeah, fascinating. Come on, uh, cheer up, Kif. (laughs) 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 All right, so I mean, I continue to have like uh, one-sidedly enthusiastic conversations with the man until, you know, we reach somewhere new. Okay, I think we'll just have you arriving at uh, Cabal Magicus uh, shortly after you report there. Who greets you? Give me somebody. Nasus, Ivan, who... Once word gets out, my sister shows up, Diamant- Diamantina. She's a dealer in rare goods. She wants to know if I found anything. Technically, she's a merchant. Oh, I think she's probably part of the group that is backing you. Probably, yeah. Ah, Dia! And yeah, she calls me Thanny. How's the travel been? You're, you're looking all right. Looking at the ship. Yeah, you'd think so. I mean, I'm pointing to the patches in my armor. Yeah, we've we've encountered a few things. Ran into a demon? No, ran into two demons. Was it two? Yeah, just two. Uh, Evian found a, a tablet. Found a tablet. We couldn't get it, though. We just got rubbing off of it. Yeah, we've been consulting with scholars in Simrol, and it seems like uh, we've got some promising leads on Alanda, but of course we'll need to find some more talents to expand upon that information. Nothing in the line of goods you're looking for, but we're still. I'm still keeping an eye out. Oh, nothing. Well, in our pursuit of another tablet, uh, we've. Well, we're going to need to get in tr- touch with a Parthenian, and in trying to accomplish that, we have made contact with a Farad trader who is very interested. The dean comes uh, out of the closet. Hello, I'm Jadine. Uh, is this uh, is this the dream merchant you're going to introduce me to? Yeah, this is uh, probably a pretty good start for your networking. Is this my sister Diamantina? She's a dealer of rare goods. Dia, and I didn't introduce her to the captain. And she's probably better dressed than me. Well, he'll appreciate that. Ah, lovely garments. Uh, do you produce these garments here or trade for them? Uh, we could talk about that, but. Uh... What else do you, you know, I'm doing Dia, I'm doing Dia. Yeah, but yeah, we can talk about that. But uh, what uh, what, what are you looking for? Yeah, if he says dream essence, she'll just go, oh, I know, just the person you need to talk to, but not now. She is a merchant. So yeah, she's, I think, about three years older than me. Yvonne here has promised to introduce me to uh, makers of dream essence. I, I can open many new markets, uh, those fabulous... Uh, Wonders of magic. We're going to do great business. Come, let's discuss it. Yep. So who is it you have in mind of introducing him to? So do you want to call a meeting, or do we want to uh, essentially uh, make up some individual NPCs? Give me the dream essence person that you're going to make her, that you're going to introduce him to. What is a good Fantasian name? Well, I've been tending toward Greek. Karamakos. Like that again? That might be a place name, but Karamakos is about the most Greek thing that popped into my head first time. So so is are you introducing him to the whole Grand Duchy or just a part of the whole Grand Duchy of Karamakos? Is is this a place in Talislanta? No, it's a place in Mistara. 
<laughs> oh, in Mistara. Yes. Well, we steal where we can. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I was like, I feel like this is a place name. It is. <laughs> but it's Greek sounding. Yeah. So why is this going to be a problem introducing him to this guy? Who are you asking? I'm asking you. Me? Yeah. I have no clue. I'm not involved. I'm from a completely different world, almost. That's why I'm asking you. Introducing the fraud to the the order here, or the dream essence merchant. Uh, do you want to have like a, a problem for me or a problem in general? Whichever you think is more interesting. There's a monopoly, right, on dream essence here. They'd be pretty protective of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm thinking this might cause some friction between some some quarters of people here and the people who are in charge of keeping us flying. So there might be like, uh, you know, the the patrons or or whoever is is of Thanasis uh, and uh, and Devon. They might not be so happy with us. Yes, well, Devon um, may notice Karamekas that he or she was her duke or duchess. <laughs> Going with uh, male on this character. I think that Thanasis and her sister have had some sort of uh, issues with him. My sister deals in rare goods. Not for foreigners, but rare goods as in stuff that you can't get on Fantas. So, yeah, she, she's basically the person who buys all the luxury items from elsewhere and brings them here. It uh, could be that Karamakos could be a more old-fashioned and doesn't view all these foreign goods as, as nothing more than, you know, gewgaws and trinkets. And it's, it really isn't Fantas. There may be the feeling that they're, we're not getting value for the for the, for the for the essence. And who's the head of the group backing your travels? Basically, it's one of the the f- people who keep the airships flying. He's like the master engineer, the master the master uh, shipwright. He really does need some of the old technology, which is why we're out looking for the looking for the these flying cities. We might find some technology can help help us, you know, build better flying and build or repair our current flying ships better. Ours are not nothing like the like the old wind ships of 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 the Archeans. Yeah, and from the books, it just kind of sounds like we are doing our best to just maintain what we've got, not really build a lot of new ones. So I'm just trying to think. Of, uh, no, we would not call them Hephaestus. Cascalo. Cascalo, there you go. So then, who are you going to talk to first? Let's introduce him to Karamekos. All right. So then I guess we have a scene, and you're, you're led into a kind of lavish sitting room, or maybe it was once lavish. It's a little a little worn at the edges. The assistants, you know, let's see in. Who all's going? Is it all all three of you and uh, uh, Jadine? Anybody else? Oh, Dia probably be there too, because it's it is business. I mean, if you if you think it'll make a good expression to have a, a, a forest savage looking around like in wonder <laughs> things, sure, fine, I'll I'll be there. Okay, so he's like, yeah, 
probably looking at, at Dia and going, hmm, what uh, brings you here? What request do you have of me? Dia probably would go, oh, my, bro- my brother, Ivan, and their man have brought uh, this merchant who's seeking a deal in exchange for information on, well, where the fine the fallen cities. Not Parthians. The Parthians, yes. As an intermediate step. And yeah. Christia, but ultimately is the find the fallen, fallen cities. That's right. You guys sounded like you were very confused. The crux of it is that we would like to make an introduction in the hopes of expanding the markets in Faradun and Quan Empire. Jadine is kind of stepping forward. I can find many buyers for your dream essence. Um, I have contacts throughout the, the continent. Uh, I know many merchants that can drive the, the demand for this to all corners of the continent. He's like looking suspiciously at, at uh, like the Nassus and, and Dia. Uh, you've had more interest in importation of the cheap foreign goods. Uh, what's your involvement with this um, this Farad? I'd like to know who all I'm involving in my business. Karamekos say, say this? Yes. You know, I deal mainly with, with goods, you know, they're in demand here in Fantas. So yes, I would I would love to have more markets, and it sounds as though this would expand my market. Well, somebody other than NPC here needs to um, right be convincing. Yeah, the trouble is I'm not a merchant; I'm just muscle. You know, he doesn't view you and your sister too favorably, so maybe Yvonne has to. The difficulty with uh, with the model as we have been running it to date is that each of our dream merchants has had to deal individually with end users. And I think what we're starting to find is that the direct deal with the end user has, well, it's run into diminishing returns. So if, in addition to our traditional methods, that we expand uh, into more abundant sea travel and use intermediaries, we can reach a greater, a far greater number of end users. And by increasing that volume over a much larger uh, span of civilizations across the world, we will see a, a larger return to those farther up the chain, namely yourself and the Anstromancy as a whole. Your name came first to mind as someone who would be uh, able to see the far view and be able to calculate just how exponentially this could uh, could grow the distribution network. He uh, uh, strokes his chin thoughtfully there and uh, make me... Do you have any particular skill you think you're using here? Or are we going to resolve just uh, use raw charisma? think we're on raw charisma do we have any other modifiers i need to be aware of at the front or will you mentally do that on the other end uh yeah i'll deal with that here we go wow <laughs> well the dealings that i have had with 
Diamantina in the past, I have not found favorable. So I think if her family is involved in this, I think I will have to pass. Well, I, of course, uh, find that to be regrettable, but clearly I am going to have to respect your decision. So um, I guess a role, I, I don't know, if, if we've already gotten a result, should we let it stand and move on, or, or is there a way to mitigate it or, or adjust it with, with, like he seems pretty closed off. Unless you have a good way to change the circumstances. Okay, well, um, Astromal has been standing there uh, looking at the the various exquisite, decaying, fraying edges of, of all the guilt and, and uh, glory of old. And so he says, um, excuse me, Master Wizard, can you truly afford to let this op- kind of opportunity pass you by? It seems to me that you are not doing so very well for yourself. And I, maybe I'll like finger like a part of like where the if there if there's such a thing as wallpaper like he's like oh it's probably plaster a plaster like po- poking like part some part of the plaster where it's like falling away <laughs> <laughs> right it seems a lucrative opportunity such as this uh fine foreign gentleman is offering you indicating the farad is precisely what you need at this point in time and should complications happen you could always leverage uh the poor reputation of my friend and his family and i indicate them uh as the excuse rather than your own involvement as a cause rather than your own your own involvement it doesn't help you dig his own low tales lanta though but yeah i mean i i say this in low tal obviously so it's kind of like you know <laughs> listen listen governor <laughs> <laughs> But you got here's a sweet deal. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you try to uh, save it with uh, seduce. Hopefully, with, uh, it includes persuasion, but maybe it should be merchant. Yeah, that would certainly be a more appropriate, I think, for this particular because you're not really offering him anything you have. No, it's giving him a different point of view on the situation. Yeah, so it would be like a D10. Plus charisma, I guess. If I don't have it, sure. We'll use the. I think that's a good enough penalty. Then the D10 plus charisma. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're the ugly one in this group, aren't you? Well, I I think you'll find I'm the highest charisma. <laughs> it's just rolled a one, so you know. <laughs> I probably insulted him instead instead of. Astromal, Astromal, you've got to understand you cannot put a price on a man's pride. <laughs> if we had uh, more foreigners willing to, to work for an appropriate place, I could get that, uh, that plaster fixed. Um, you don't seem to have a solution there, so I think I will uh, seek other opportunities. Good day. Good day. Well, shrug. We basically get the bums rush. Karamakas is basically the guy, I would say he's probably the person that if he says no, we're going to be hard-pressed to get any other Dream Essence merchants to say yes. Well, let, let's not sink this, this enterprise before it, before we, it has a chance to sail. Uh, uh-huh. Jadine's like, surely you must know manufacturers of the 
dream assets who are, are willing to, to sell there. Is, is it the only one who makes it on this city? Is it a guild thing? Is it a controlled market? Certainly the production of it has to be kept in-house. Let's say he is head, head of the guild or at least head of the association. There's got to be someone who doesn't like him and wants to do something different. Maybe we find out who that is and they're the one we talk to. Possibility, but certainly there would be many hands handling these products between production and what was the term you used? End user? Yeah. Any any given set of hands might be persuaded, I'm sure. Uh, maybe any given set of hands has some sort of problem or, or, or desire or craving one might prey on. You, you might get the look from both me and my sister that, you know, we go, yes. And then they, we hold a hand out and we just sort of pull into our sleeve. And that happens when you let your hands dance with the goods. All things get lost all the time, surely. What, fall off the back of the windskiff? Yes. Yes, that's an excellent, uh, what is the term for that in Hightail? Uh, 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 that thing you say. Karamekos, to a certain extent, does have his schedule influenced, at least, by the bureaucracy. He is not the only merchant. He does have rivals. So we go and talk to some of them. Since my sister does deal with the merchants because she's buyer and seller, would she have an idea of who to talk to at this point? Probably, but we'll let you make up a contact. She Dean like uh, puts a, a hand on uh, Astro Molly's shoulder. You seem to have a, a, a head for business. Uh, oh? Well, you seem to have some proper ideas on on how you leverage uh, people's wants there. Isn't that how you usually deal with people? <laughs> yeah. You seem to have a much better idea of how this goes than, than these Fantasians. Well, I am quite well-traveled, after all. But I, I must confess I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, that versed. It's simply I understand desire. There must be something that even Karamika's desires. I did come up with a uh, name. Florentia. Florentia, she is uh, another Dreamus' merchant. She deals strictly, though, with internal stuff. We have to supply all our air sh- wind skiffs and wind ships, winds run off of Dream Essence. That's what she does, but she's always been itching to branch out. They run off of distillate. Mm-hmm. Distillate, yes, yeah. So she's the one that provides the distillate, but she that does mean she has access to the same sort of alchemists who can make the distillate but also make the dream essence. Yes, perhaps, yeah, yeah. So she she's been wanting to branch out because, well, we're a closed market, right? She also works under more or less strictly Cascalo, right? So she has a she has his ear more than Karamekos does. Maybe we see her. I find this to be a uh, a good suggestion. So, so her office would probably be actually near the uh, near the shipyards. Heard the shipyards are are kind of sad because there's not a lot of work being done in the shipyards. There's some maintenance, but it's not like they're building building new ones and fairly empty. Um, which of you are uh, going to go see her? Is it a troop visit again? Probably me, and if I overheard that bit between Jadun and Astromal at all, it may influence me to 
take Astromall with me. With my mighty D10. With your mighty D10, yeah. <laughs> well, Diamata would probably come along with you too, because she'd she'd be one doing the introductions. So, well, how about we have Diaz uh, other business to attend to? He's gonna see that uh, Jadine has you know, a uh, good, nice place to stay here. I'll get him set up. So you make the introduction. All right. So she's got an alchemical lab near there where she works and her assistants because she's you know she's the boss but yeah the place smells of, a, of an alchemy lab i would imagine it maybe has kind of the uh smell of a uh an ocean breeze fresh and invigorating i'll you know doff my helmet madam florentine florentia uh, florentia <laughs> You gave her the name. <laughs> yeah, and I'm trying to pronounce it. I picked it because it looks easy to pronounce. So, of course, I immediately muff it. Uh, trying to... Adam Florentia? Um... Uh, I guess. Thanasis, um, yes. Yes, my my sister recommended us to you. You know Yvonne? Uh, we're here on business. You know of our, of our, of our, uh, gr- of our group. We're seeking, uh, well, they'll give you more business. In terms of restoring this technology for windships, and we we had talked with um, Karamak, Karamakios, and he turned us down. But my sister said you're looking to spread you know, to expand your business to include dream essence, and we have a contact that we who's looking into expanding his business in dream essence, and we're just wondering if you are interested. Certainly, and explain some of uh, what your plan is. Yvonne and Astromel um, are—they—they're much more knowledgeable in what the exact plan is. Yes, um, we would like to introduce you to Jadine, a merchant of Faradun, who is widely traveled and has many contacts, certainly in Faradun and the Quan Empire. The proposal is to work out a contract for uh, supply from our Dream Essence production here in Fantas and have him use his network for distribution throughout those far-distant lands. To put it at its simple. Sounds intriguing. Uh, if you were willing to involve me to have the first chance to study any of these rarities that you are in search of, then perhaps that would be helpful in ensuring I have a diverse business. Right. So let me do the calculation in my head here, talking a little bit out of character. Basically, it's like if I if we come across tablets and stuff, we bring them here to her instead of taking them to Kimrel first. Is that what she's saying? Anything that would involve this old, either old windship archaeology or distillates or essences, you would let her study it. Okay, so when, so when we find artifacts of the ancient cities, especially ones that directly pertain to the windship technology that she gets first right of study on those. Yeah, or any any sort of essence uh, accumulators or anything like that, yeah. 
as in accumulators and so forth. Okay, I think we can work that without interfering too much with the uh, more purely historical interest that we're working with my friend and Kimrel. So, yeah, so I think I could uh, see to it that such clauses will be in any agreement that we would make. Probably means that your uh, some of your other partners that you've made agreements with may, may have issues there. Your other backers. Because they would be expect such things to be brought to the group as a whole and not to mm-hmm. one individual. Yes. Oh. It'll be fine, right? <laughs> yeah, now I see the complication. <laughs> but, you know, being a freewheeling adventurer type, let's go for it. As an astromancer... I probably should have a lot of foresight, but if I had the most foresight, I would probably be at home instead of uh, running all over the world. So I can be a bit brash at times. Or your foresight is foreseeing disaster for uh, for Cabal Magicus if you don't do this. If I don't do that, that's true. Yeah. So it's like we do what we got to do. All right. Well, then... Uh... Set up a meeting with this Farad, and uh, I think we have a deal. Okay. Then uh, shall we bring him to you first bell after noon or something like that? Yeah. All right. Then it is set, and let's go collect him. Deal of bow. Thank you, madam. Look forward to a even more profit in our relationship. Good luck in your travels. So you have no... Other business, maybe we cut to um, like after just at the end of the the meeting between Jadine and Florentina. Agreements are are made and and shakes and contracts. Oh, yeah. There's kind of a shudder and seems like uh, everything everything shakes like a, a little bit like an earthquake for a second. Us fantans are sort of like mm, okay. Oh, what was that? Oh, it's just the engine that maintain, keeps us aloft. Oh, oh, how good. Florentina goes, yes, it's been happening a little more frequently these days. Unconsciously reach for a railing or... <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps it'll become all the more urgent that we get on about our primary business so that we can remedy that. Pet back. And don't worry, if the engine were to go... Uh, it, it wouldn't be very long, maybe a minute or so of us falling, and then it'd be all over. So, fuck up. Uh, I might survive. Like, I'm, I'm looking over the edge down, so, like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, from this height, hitting the water is like hitting, like hitting marble. <laughs> he doesn't know that. <laughs> well, now that we're making some progress, I'm anxious to talk to Jadine. Oh, yes. And see what we can get out of him about... Parthenians. All right. Coming away from the meeting, got the smiles on his uh, flinty gray face, looking over his, his newly signed contracts. And it's a very good, very good meeting, yes. Yeah. It's a great day. Yes, indeed, indeed. And I am glad to see you so richly compensated. Now, if we may return to our original subject, uh, we would like to discuss. Parthenians. Oh, yes, yes. You had an interest, Tess. Remember now. The sorts of dealings that you've had with them, where you've seen them, the places that they frequent most, what their ships are like. Well, 
I can tell you they they come into the tarn fairly regularly. My family has had uh, dealings with them. They'll buy uh, food, slaves. Sometimes they they buy some oils. What the Parthenians buy or what the Parthenians sell? What the Parthenians buy. They never sell us goods. They pay with uh, usually gold ingots. Wow. Yes, they're it's usually very lucrative to deal with them. We've tried um, engaging them and try to increase our business with them, but they aren't very talkative. They do their business and they leave. How do they do business? Is there is it a single businessman or, or a contingent? What? The trade has been going on for years. There's usually one who who one of my family will, will speak with and make the uh, the arrangements to find out what they what they want and tell them how much it will cost. Do they speak like normal men? They are very, I would say, brusque. You know, they speak what they want, what they're going to pay. They're, there's no small talk. Mm. What ethnicities or species of slave are their most common? Where are they getting their slaves from? Oh, sell them quite a few Batrians. They're, they like their big and durable. It's a good choice. So it's like we just kind of hang around uh, somewhere around Mog and, well, we don't know that they come from the West. We know that they do business in the West, but we don't know where they come from. Well, isn't isn't their island the Parthini up there in the Western corner? So far out of character, I'm making the assumption that oh, okay. we don't know about it. But I assume if if things have names on the map, like they would be fair, at least a little known to travelers, okay, right or sailors. Yeah. But I have a feeling that going to the Parthene would be like going into a den of some animal with their with their children. This is right. We're going to go to Moscow and we're going to kidnap a Politburo member. No, no, a Russian. <laughs> <laughs> that's true we're going to russia to kidnap a russian doesn't matter who <laughs> just a russian and 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 he can't be or he or she cannot be harmed right that's that's important as far as we're concerned he could be one of the guys manning the the uh big flamethrower out on the prow i am wondering and i i direct myself to uh, to jadine what would be the possibility of opening a few doors for us, perhaps setting up a trade meeting, maybe indirectly, so it's not to involve your family and their good name? And then we could potentially meet with one of these Parthenian traders ourselves. We'd have to get something to sell them. Well, we can always lie about that. That is not important. I'm thinking rather more to get ourselves with the Parthenian in one room. All this uh, kidnapping has been talked about in front of him. Oh yeah, yeah. I've... He goes, I. Whatever you're planning, I have wish no part in this. I have a good business with the Parthenians, and I do not wish to endanger that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, I respect your your conservatism. <laughs> hey, I think at this point, <laughs> if we've been so indiscreet, then we are basically it. We just walk away and be happy that we have contracts that are going to bring in some money now. <laughs> Did he seem afraid or just, oh, whoa, okay, this is, this is, this is not going to bring in money. So 
Yeah, you're going to cut off this lucrative trading that his family has? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, don't, don't, don't threaten that. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right. I guess, I guess we're back to the uh, fly-by fly snatch and grab plan. Well, we have an idea, but uh, really, we, we really would need to know what their trade route is. Well, he said they, they make port in Tarun fairly regularly. So I say we go there. Haunt Baratus Bay? Still on the harness plan, or do we have a different plan? That's our plan, I think. Right. They better not be very good at defending themselves. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Let's let's put in some supplies and head on out. So you guys are uh, heading along the coast towards Tarn, hoping to come across one of their ships. Nobody's got any sort of scouting or observation type skills do they i don't have anything like that nope so it's just straight up peepers mark one eyeballs so one of you make a roll for perception on what you observe as you're making your way along the coast okay who's got the best perception oh you do partial so i think as you go traveling along the coast spot the occasional ship, but come down a little bit, and they don't look like triremes. Nope. When you get close to, to Tarin, then you see there is one in harbor there. Well, I think first of all, put to port, put into port and see what they're here about. Uh-huh. And how they're organized. Any kind of spying we can do. Are they literally tied up to dock, or are they actually out in the bay with an anchor down and they just send a boat in? At one docks there, yes. Two stout lads guarding the en- entrance to, to to their ship. A couple of their their armored fellows there look like fully covered in bronze. Exquisite. You can see they have what I'm guessing are probably the the flamethrowers that you heard about. I've uh, also got a couple of ballistas. This is on the boat, not on these guys. One on each shoulder. Yes. I assume this is what we can spy from a flyby. Yeah. Hmm. But still like to get a closer look at them. If these are the these are automatons in in reality, then perhaps who knows? Maybe they don't sleep. Maybe they. It will be difficult to isolate a single one of them unless they are ashore. Right. So we're gonna have to go into market and uh, snoop around. Snoop around. You know. Astromel, you can go up there and talk to those two, point to the two guards, and see what they're on about. What, at the ship? Yeah. Worst thing you can do is tell you to shove off. Well, all right. All right, yeah, so you can lower and find a space on the port there, and then you're, what, you're sending Astromel off. Oh, I'll, I'll, sh- I'll be at a discreet distance, just in case he needs assistance. Then you're doing what, Astromel? If they do, they have a peer essentially to themselves, or are they in among a bunch of other? They've got one that's. They haven't had anybody else dock next to them. Is the entire pier jetty guarded, or is it just the gang plank? Or yeah, it looks like just the the ship. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, then I'll I'll hurry out across the pier. You know, clearly heading toward them, uh, and I'll go. You, you there, you. Hey, pointing to them. Stand there and passively looking at you, holding their uh, tridents. Hello, anyone? My, my kinsman Marafaldo. He uh, there has been a mix-up. 
he he is not supposed to to uh, be coming with you he was supposed to come with me the the buttery and females you understand the mix up uh, he, he looks very feminine do you have him on board they just stand there looking at you impassively and i like i, I do the like waving in front of the uh, the bronze face <laughs> like hello we have no business with you be off do they sound human um they sound very level toned uh, but please please i am desperate my kinsman it's my kinsman we have never been this far afield i please i need your help we have no business with you no no i i'm not here for business there has been a mix up in the business do you understand i could you please just look if if marafaldo is on board he is uh, he looks a bit like me except he has a goatee we have none of your kind on board be off <laughs> okay is there any kind of distinctive quality about them, like other than the bronze, completely full body suit armor? Um, over the the bronze, they've they're wearing chests that are made of some scaled creature huh. that goes over top of that, and their tridents in their hand. They've got uh, scimitars at their their belt. They don't each look completely identical in their physical form. A little difference in height and features are a little different, but they're otherwise similar. When you say features, do you, do you mean to say that they look human? Yeah, faces are are not dissimilar to men. Look like you know if somebody wanted to make a mask of that is appropriately featured, that looks like that. But it doesn't move when they talk, right? It's it's immove. It, it ah, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay, and and are there eyes, or is it just like two dark sockets? They have eyes, yes. They're, I mean, they don't. They don't move. They they do move in the, in the sockets, yes. Do they blink? They don't blink. They don't blink. Eyes are kind of uh, more crystalline than organic. So you know, I'll I'll make a little exasperated uh, show of frustration and walk into a little circle, uh, and then I'll go, I'll have to talk with somebody in port. And then I'll, I'll hurry off. Okay. Join up with him and say, so did you get any intel on them? And then, yeah, I hear your report of their looks and so forth. I'm not sure what to make of them. Part of me wants to say that they couldn't possibly be, I mean, they, unless they're magical of some sort. I can't imagine a, a craftsman making them. Keep in mind, though, that I make, you know, sharp sticks in the woods. <laughs> Did both of them talk or just one of them? I don't remember. No, both. And they both sounded very even. Maybe that's why I'm confused. They sounded alike? Yeah, no, no real difference. Very, very level. If there were a difference in, in their voices, I, I couldn't hear it. Hmm. If there was a difference. I, I'm speaking low, Talus. Land, so I can, I can be sloppy. Tridents and scimitar, and they're wearing scaled armor. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not certain why they would wear armor if, if they are already metal. Maybe it's a fashion or a status thing. Or maybe, you know, it's not armor. You're looking at their skin. But if their skin is is metal, bronze, then unless it isn't metal, unless it only seems that way, I didn't dare touch any of them. They are not going to be amenable to dealing conventionally. Let's look around. There. There's a tavern. Let's get some other intel. You go there. I'll keep an eye on the ship, see if anyone uh, comes or goes. No, no, you're better at talking to people than I than me. 
I'll just get drunk again. Well, I would rather not lose this ship while we are off altogether in a wine house. Well, I, I, I don't see the ship leaving right now. I mean, there's no one loading it. There's just the two men standing there. I call it, it could already be loaded. I, I don't know. I don't know how this works. <laughs> Put an arm on your shoulder. Come on, let's go get a drink and talk to some of the people here. That... Yeah, I'm not going to resist over much. It's, it's mainly a token resistance. You know, hold me back, guys. No, no, I'm bringing you along because you'll probably keep me from doing something stupid. To the bar. Yeah, if I'm back at the ship, then it's not going to be too hard for me to watch their ship. Who's all in the tavern? Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some Farad, some some Zandir, some of those fishmen from Quan. Well, of course, I'm going to be ham-handed and sort of go up to the bar, sit down and uh, order a order a drink. And as the barkeep comes up, I'll so see that saw that Parthenian boat out there. Those do those folks come in and drink? I've never seen them come in. Detailers, maybe. Uh, we're looking to do some business with them, but uh, they don't want to talk to us. Yeah, uh, any? Do you know anyone who might have might do business with them? Uh, usually, come in, do their business, and leave. They don't come out and mix with people. They don't sound like fun at all. Don't do any business for me. Slip him a silver for the info, what little info he gave, because, hey, you know, always, always leave him happy. Ashmel, what else are we going to do? Well, I, may be, I may be right there, but I'm, like, peering through the doorway, you know, hoping that I can catch a glimpse of the ship. <laughs> I mean, from this <laughs> angle, not that I can. I'll, I'll order you a drink and hand it to you. I, you, you. I'll pay for this one. I'll pay this for you. Yes, I, I still say we see where they go. If they're doing business with with the Jean's family, Jadine, Jadine, whatever, Jadine. <laughs> yeah, okay. Forget. It. I'm never going to pronounce it. Farad is a tricky language. Doing with his family. That's probably where the representative is right now. Which means, if they do make their deal, there'll be a group of of porters bringing the goods to the ship at some point. It could. It could be those bat- batrians we we heard about. Oh, we don't know. They could be. They could be in in negotiations or something. I think staking out the ship would. I stand out, you know, as I as as I say, sitting at at the bar in my in my white armor and my helmet and you know, all that stuff. Now they know me. I can't do it. I wonder if Yvonne can make herself invisible and sneak on the ship. Uh, you there, bar bartender. Which families deal with these Parthenians? I don't know. I'm not a a merchant. Name me four of the most illustrious families, most, most successful. <laughs> uh, the Decor, the Paldor, the Halast, and uh, what was, um, what's his name? His family name? I don't remember. Which one is a prominent slave trader? Most prominent. Um, the House of Hazul. Oh, well, well. perhaps, perhaps uh, we have some locations we could uh, check out. I say we finish our drinks and we'll rustle, we'll check in on Yvonne and then see about doing some window shopping. I'll leave one of my frag- fragrant medicinal herbs in the glass or mug or whatever. <laughs> I'm going to at least see if I can find this house of Asul and see if there is any indication of a of a foreign visitor. Let's put it that way. Hmm. How would you go about locating their residence? Oh, I'd ask on the street. Hmm. You don't have any sort of streetwise or anything because you're from the. I don't think I have. No, you know, I'd, I, if somebody looks like they're selling things, 
<laughs> and keep in mind, I'm from the sticks. I'm going to ask them. Yeah, let's have you use the, the, the non-proficiency penalty D10. Okay. Plus maybe int to, to be able to talk. Oh, well, well, that. well. Yeah, what's the, this uh, merchant that you spotted that you're going to get this information from? Maybe it's a lesser fortunate, maybe even not a fraud, but probably it is a fraud. Like that, that is selling like some some third rate, you know, the Batrian male who's totally over the hill, uh, and um, like the Batrian female with no teeth, that kind of thing. Um, and I'm like, oh, oh, you, that guy looks like he knows who his competition is. Yeah. So you go and are asking him, where's the house of Azul? Yes. After praising his stock, you looking you over. He goes, I don't know that you can meet their prices. I you would do better to deal with me. Uh, I'm simply doing a little bit of uh, market uh, uh, research, but in foreign tongue, f- foreign old timey language. I'm just browsing. <laughs> <laughs> just browsing, Governor. <laughs> well, you will find them uh, to the east on the high street. Thank you very much. Please take this rare bloom from the depths of the Witchwood <laughs> for your generous, um, you know, and I, I give him like a weed. When you, when you find that you cannot afford them, come back. Perhaps I will. Perhaps I will. Yeah, I'll, I'll follow his directions, see if I can find this fancy street. Just listen for the wails of the slaves. I'm sure they don't live inside their warehouse. A lot of uh, nicely kept businesses on the streets uh, they have the well-designed signs and the colorful graphics to, to bring you in i see if you can read then you can probably see that oh there's hazul there's the that's the name i'm looking for i i, I can only read our can ah, well then it might be more difficult so you know uh i maybe ask random people on the street like house of hazul what it says right there can you read Oh, oh, of course. Uh, have my letters upside down. Never mind. Thank you. Somebody pointed out a, a completely different thing just to just to be a, an ass. <laughs> but I'll follow the directions. What kind of establishment does it look like? Yeah, they probably don't have slaves on display here. Yeah, this is probably this is more offices where you negotiate and uh, and sign deals and that sort of thing. Does it does it look like it's very busy? Are there any? Is there anyone outside that might indicate like a bodyguard or a protection or outside? Probably no. Okay. <laughs> Deep breath. Go inside. <laughs> this will go well. Yeah. Inside there are. Oh, let's go with the Nuvians. There are a couple of tall, buff women, iron corsets with uh, pole arms standing there at the door. I you as you come in. Uh, there's um, tables set around the building, and on the there are various goods kind of uh, set around the, the outskirts. Um, when you come in, uh, Farad comes up to you. Uh, yes, how can I help you? Looking you at you at uh, as a dubious prospect for business. Uh, well, I'll shift my staff to my other hand and and uh, incline my head a bit. I'll say a good whatever time of day it is. I'm but a poor representative of uh, my great uncle Marafaldo, who, uh, unlike me, is somewhat wealthy 
individual, uh, certainly not by Farad standards, I'm sure. But we had heard that, or he had heard, uh, that you deal in high-quality Bactrian males. I would be very curious to see you or, or uh, at least hear about uh, your, um, your stock here. I hear it is a popular, you are a popular place for this sort of purchase. Certainly you will not find, uh, find finer, I'm sure. Mafaldo is, uh, where does he do business? Yes, my, my great uncle Marafaldo, yes. Mm-hmm. Marafaldo, looking at you as Dunas are, are one of the green races, I think. What does that mean? Where you might assume you were from. Because ah. if you thought you were Cimmerillian, Cimmerillians don't allow slavery. Well, technically, the Duna are outside of the Seven Kingdoms, I believe. He's probably trying to place you as... Yeah, I have olive skin, black hair. Yeah, I think I think when they say olive, they mean olive green. Oh, interesting. Rather than the, the, skin, the olive skin color we think I of when see. we say olive. Okay, cool. Interesting. Um, I think he would go, um, where's your, your great uncle from? Oh, my great uncle is a traveling, a traveler. Many places, here and there. Hmm. That's probably the wrong answer. <laughs> He's looking at you like uh, somebody shows up in their rusty pickup at a you know, Lamborghini dealer yeah. and says, oh, yeah, yeah, I totally want to buy one. Sure. <laughs> I'll pay cash. Yeah. Ten-year-old sneakers. It's, it's like, yeah. <laughs> Why is this person wasting my time? <laughs> at any rate, I would simply uh, like to peruse your stock if, if possible. I think you gotta give me something that's gonna convince him that you are actually somebody who can do business. Yeah, unfortunately, I have all of like three lumens in shiny rocks, right? So yeah. So how do you think you you would be able to convince him? You know, nothing comes to mind at present unless I would be able to fish out one of my elixirs, and which I do, and I fish out one. And I hold it up. It's a little like, you know, vial. Probably, you know, one of those like crystal vials that aren't very polished. Mm-hmm. And he, hold, he holds it up and says, perhaps you have heard of the famous Witchwood Aphrodisiac. This is the primary selling point that my great uncle, the primary product my great uncle uh, exports. Promotes feelings of intense desire. Uh, and I'm sure anyone in the marriage business and anyone even in the slaving business would find it useful either to use it upon arrival or a prospective product however you wish quite effective seems good enough for a seduce role <laughs> okay <laughs> a regular seduce role that's the skill so that's my level right and then charisma yeah and then you'll apply the minus as you as you will yeah all right yeah looks at that Hmm. Sniffs at it like uh, like it's gonna tell him something. Perhaps uh, you would, uh, perhaps you desire a demonstration. Perhaps on one of these fine Danuvians. Yes. Uh, they have other duties to attend to. Um, but um, <laughs> perhaps uh, I would certainly like, like to to sample this and then maybe we have do do business. Holding his hand out, hoping you'll give it to him. 
Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, sure. I, I put it in his hand and I fold his my fingers over his fingers over it and I please keep it. <laughs> that was uh, Mal... Marafaldo. Marafaldo. Yes, yes. Marafaldo. And you are? Oh, uh, I am Lamustra. Yes. <laughs> Said with that much confidence. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. With with the kind of of charisma he has, he wouldn't be quite so transparent. You're interested in some Batrians, eh? Indeed. I hear they are very popular among certain groups. Uh, certain whatever ordinary word is for discerning customers. Uh, I would like to see the highest possible quality. A good friend of mine, Jay Dean of the House of, and then I fill in like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like once since uh, once told me that they are most and endu- most durable. Indeed, they are. Um, I'll lead you to the back then, and you know where they've got uh, a battery and mail there. Are there any other clients or customers? There are other people talking to at some of the tables and going. You know, some have like papers out going over stuff and. But I assume no one is um, is a Parthenian. Uh, no. Shows you the back. Uh, kind of a walled courtyard in the back. There's a Batrian um, male. Uh, see, they're very large, very strong. Uh, they're not real smart, but they can take quarters. Well, uh, that is the important thing, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Yes. Now, which ones, of, uh, which which type of these are the ones that uh, the Parthenians buy in bulk? The Parthenians by uh, many of our, our Batrians. Oh. Oh, yes, of course. I hope you have enough enough stock uh, then. I saw a, a Patinian ship in port. I hope they are not depleting your, your, your supply here. Uh, they did not uh, ask for any stock uh, this trip. There had other uh, requirements, I guess. So you were in luck. Uh. I see. How fortunate. And I, I make a show of like, uh, I don't know, like uh, slapping the Batrian's ankles or something like uh, in thighs. Like, ah, oh, good, strong legs. Uh, I pretend to know what I'm doing. <laughs> and I'm, uh, yes, th- this is very promising. This looks in- very promising. I, um, I shall inform my great uncle, Marafaldo the Great, uh, of, of your um, quality, quality, uh, quality stock. And I'm glad to hear that you have plenty of it. Sure, we can do business. I look forward to it. As do I. As do I. I bid you adieu. And, you know, or, you know, bye. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds lovely. <laughs> and he goes out the door. Right. Okay, not slaves. I guess as you're leaving Astromall, you do hear uh, somebody talking about, uh, yes, well, make sure it. it Gets to the the ship by nightfall. You know the those Parthenians expect delivery on time. And I kind of stop at my tracks, and I'm like, "Ooh, what was that?" Look around, peek my ears. Was it in the house of Hassel? As you're heading out through the main room, there. Who seemed to be talk talking about uh, the Parthenians? Is it any? Is it possible to like? It's is it too crowded to figure out? And you can see one of the the Farads talking to another and you know, sending him off. Hmm. All right. Well, let's let's follow that person. If he sent sent him off, the messenger that is, right? Yeah. Can you do tailing or stalking? If uh, I can substitute that for it, if uh, if you have that. 
unfortunately, I'm more of a mushroom farmer than a than a dangerous forest barbarian. Uh, so I have tracking and snares, but I don't have stalking. Just make the the straight roll with probably let's say you're using perception because you're whether you lose him in the in the crowd or not, and he's not like he's trying not to be followed because he doesn't expect anything. So perception. Oh, hey. Yeah. You follow him, goes uh, a couple streets to a uh, warehouse-looking place and goes in there. Uh, I'll take uh, the opportunity to, like, see if there are any open doors or windows or anything I can peer in and see what's going on. Yeah, you can find a convenient uh, barrel or something that you crawl up on and peer in the window. He comes in and talking with somebody you can't really hear because it's a little too far away to make out details, but there looks like there's some carts that they're loading stuff up on. A few boxes and barrels. And of course, there are no Parthenians present. It's just uh, the shipment. Yeah. Mm. But they would have to know they're delivering it to the ship. Arr. What are they buying, though? That's interesting. I'm going to sneak in. Now we'll have to go with a more straight, stealthy decks. To sneak in without. I don't think I have a Dex mod. Yeah, well, you're rolling good today. Now I'm rolling well. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Boy, that window was nice and wide, and you can. It was easy to, <laughs> to sneak through, and there was another convenient barrel on the other side of the window that you could place yourself on and sneak down. So. The workers are just going on their smoke break. So what's your plan when you're sneaking around in here? Uh, I want to get to the stuff that they're preparing, uh, at least one box or crate or barrel, whatever it is, and I want to look into them and see what, what, what they're buying. It looks like there's some barrels of some kind of oil, and uh, again, crates, there's some, some various foodstuffs. Does the oil taste like anything in particular, if I taste it? Is it edible oil? <laughs> it does not taste like it's um, oil of any flora or fauna. Yeah, it tastes, yeah. You're like, yeah, why did I do that? Yuck. That, that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> food stuffs. What kind of food? Like, is it perishable? Is it... Uh... Some perishable, but most of it looks like it's uh, more things like the equivalent of hardtack, kind of. Looks like it's stuff that's been baked that, that's going to last. Uh, there's probably a, a few barrels of water as well. So either they eat, and they couldn't be automatons in the conventional sense, or they've gotten some kind of livestock or people stock from elsewhere that they're feeding on the way back, maybe. That person who ran away with the message, is he still in the in the warehouse? Yeah. The guy I follow, basically. Is he conversing with people, or is he going over stuff, or, or is it possible to maybe somewhat isolate him? Uh, yeah, he seems to be moving around and kind of organizing the collection and getting all these different things onto the these carts. Which means that eyes are always on him, or you know, he might find a, a time when you know he sent people off to collect stuff, and he's moving to a different spot. You know, but it's not going to be simple. All right. No, uh, that's fine. I'm, I'm going to see if I can wait for an opportunity where I can corner him and, and ensorcel him. 
and you did roll really well on your sneaking around. So I think, yeah, you can hide well enough that uh, if you want to pop out sometime when he seems to be alone and try your magic. Once I have the opportunity, I want to want to put the obsession in his brain to tell me about the entire deal as much as he knows. I think he gets a will save. All right, then what level are you trying to cast it at? Uh, let's say third, because let's live dangerously. <laughs> I've been rolling pretty well so far, so I'm sure I'm going to roll terribly now. Nope. No, that's a 20. That's wonderful. The beneficial effect is that he's going to be... Uh so obsessed with talking about this that he won't even start to think about why is this person popping up in front of me and asking about this until he's delivered everything and you'll have a, a chance as he's kind of recollecting his wits afterwards or he can say it uh it was so easy to to cast this that it doesn't count as a spell slot for the day uh, i'll take the the former the first one i'm not too concerned with the spell slots Looks at you. Where are you? Why, why are you here? You know, I have a important, important work to do. I have to, I have to get. And he starts like list, he starts listing off uh, how much of this type of food and how much of this and how many barrels of water he needs to deliver and how much of this oil, barrels of oil he needs to deliver to the Parthenian ship by nightfall. And he's got to get this done, or his boss will not give him his promotion and he won't be able to marry the woman he wants. He's going on in uh, long detail about this. So what were you, what particularly did you want to get out of this? It would, it was always going to be through the lens of what he knows. It sounds like he's giving me what he knows. It doesn't sound like he's very high up or, or well-informed other than what he's supposed to do. But in the details, obviously if if it's got to be there by a certain time, then they intend to leave, I assume. Maybe, maybe I ask some leading questions like, oh, does that mean that they are leaving? Maybe he doesn't know. Got to get it there by uh, tonight. I don't know whether they're leaving or not. We're del- delivering it. We're getting paid. That's all I know. Okay. New obsession. I'm going to use my second spell slot. God damn it. <laughs> Same same deal, which is probably going to go horribly, but this is hilarious. I'm gonna I'm gonna put an obsession in his mind that the entire order is wrong. No, no, no. That it cannot be delivered until an hour later, right? It has to be delivered like after midnight or something, or the next day, even better. Like it's tomorrow, not today. Uh, so I'm gonna change that for him. I'm hoping I'm gonna change that for him. Like he, uh, the urge is gonna be that. Oh no, no! You want to deliver it tomorrow, not tonight. It's important that it's done. It's done tomorrow. So here we go. Twelve. Did you? So you did it at third level again. Yes. But this time, Ooh. yeah, you will resist, and he. What? No, it's got to be tonight. Who? Why are you? What are you doing? Hey, get this guy out of here! And he starts yelling for uh, for some of the the workers to come. Oh, well, <laughs> I turn on my heel and run. <laughs> Exit stage left. I was going to give him my last, my last aphrodisiac as a, as a payment for my awfulness, but fa- fine, fine. <laughs> you go, go running off and I guess meet up back with uh, the Fantasians. Yeah. So they have a sh- shipment delivered tonight, huh? Hmm. Yes. I was hoping to perhaps delay it and cause a... Uh, 
problem in the in the supply so that maybe a new meeting may have been called and then we might have been able to nab somebody maybe but yeah it didn't go so well so it sounds like the person the the merchant their merchant is safely aboard their ship the deal has already been made clearly which hey it's just going to mean that you're going to have to uh, you know get into a fun mechanical fight with the automatons that's awesome <laughs> yeah I mean, he came back, and he was talking about maybe sneaking on the ship. What? No. Invisibility or something? No, you didn't mention that to me? Okay. No, no, no. I mentioned you sneaking on the ship and invisible. Right. That's what I mean. I don't know. I've been thinking about the problem. Would it be easier to do a uh, don't look at me type of spell where, you know, you're not invisible, but they don't want to look at you? Well, as far as I've been able to see looking through my spell book, I think about the closest thing that I could figure was metamorphosis. Make myself appear to be a Parthenian. This kind of sets off a whole chain. Metamorphosis to look like them, and then I go find one, and I influence it to beguile it to come with me, and then charm spellbind it long enough to get it to hold still to maybe shove it in a box and then we would have to put a seal on the box in any case i think we are going to need a box we're going to need like a casket a big casket thing that we can seal does Ashmael tell us what they were shipping oh yeah foodstuffs some some small amount of perishables mostly hardtack equivalent and uh and some oil that tasted awful Ugh. oh maybe the foods for the slaves and the oils for them. That's what I thought. Could be. Do we notice if the if the ship had a had a um, crow's nest, something on top of the mast? Well, it has a mast, so yeah, probably would be a crow's nest. Depending on how vigilant they are, there's the person we grab. The person in the crow's nest. Yeah. We would have to almost come down straight on top of him, so he won't, so he wouldn't see us coming. Otherwise, a quick snatch and grab. Yeah. I'm picturing a nighttime scene with the triremes, you know, gliding across the water with the oars going, and then you hear the Jaws music as a who as a noose is lowered from above. <laughs> you guys are gonna forget your plan by next week anyway. We should probably cut it here. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have we have remembered our harness plan uh, idea. From several sessions ago, so so that will that will never ever go away, which is probably why we're going to do it, and it's going to fail horribly. It'll be wonderful. All right, so uh, I guess everybody uh, take a couple XP for this session, and uh, I guess any other comments, feedback on how things went this session. It's a caper. It's a caper session. We're basically trying to set doing the first step of setting up the caper. So yeah, there's. It's going to be a lot of a lot more talk and a lot less action. So, but yeah, no problems. Yeah, it's natural. Yeah, um, I don't know if there's a preference that we that we do more of the planning in character or out of character, uh, but that's kind of natural. Like flow in and out. I mean, slow start maybe, but that's that's us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any major criticism either. I don't have any minor criticism. <laughs> so, sad. Nope. The trade negotiations were going to be painful anyway, as we are all ranked amateurs at negotiating. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will give 
you know, the game in general, uh, just uh, the stuff that we've created together, uh, you know, whatever fan mail for that. Since, you know, we basically just helped. It. I, we should get a deeds point for helping Jadine <laughs> make, you know, the deal of his life, essentially. <laughs> no meaningful gain for ourselves. <laughs> basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got frauded. Yeah, we want to raid raid uh, uh, raid ruins and fight stuff. And what are we doing? We're planning how to kidnap a. <laughs> Having fun, not criticizing that, but it's, no. it's it's fun how things develop. We just gotta wait for the money start start rolling in from Jadine so that we can be, afford our magical magic marine mercenaries to go <laughs> to go raid the deep and kill that demon. <laughs> You're still hung up on that. See, there you got your chance to, uh, yeah, you know, do some <laughs> fighting in old ruins, and you ran away. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, it's dangerous when you go fighting. It's things. dangerous. What are you? <laughs> I I'm not the fighter. <laughs> I am. I was getting my getting my ass handed to me. All right, you know, it's being handed on a big silver platter. I mean, I think we all of us got within a hair's breadth of death. At least once during that yeah. fight. I mean, I was I was slashed half dead even before we went down there. So maybe I right. should have thrown a brain uh, before that. But you know, needs must. Have a good yep. one. Talk to you later. Bye. Yep. Bye. Uh, and with us is uh, Gita. He is a merchant of. He's a Who? merchant. He's not here, and it isn't that isn't his name either. What is his name? Bye. <laughs> I thought it was Gita. No. Jadine. Jadine. Why did I say Gita? Jadine. Yes. We were all wondering that. The Thanasis is played by Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wish I still had that bottle lamp. Yeah. Yeah. He could have been, been interested. He could have got had a lot of interesting things going on with him. Oh, dear. Yeah. Fantas is really about as far out as it gets. It is pretty far out, man. Yeah, something other than else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should put that on a on a on a on a banner, like number one podcast in Mongolia. <laughs> <laughs> one gaming podcast. Give me a few Yes, yes. Yeah. I should see about printing some bumper stickers with that. That would be <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> make, a t- make a t-shirt. We sell on Etsy, uh, sell on like the uh, oh uh, one of the one of the t-shirt vendors. You know, number one podcast in Mongolia. <laughs> gaming podcast in Mongolia. Yeah, they have this very tiny script. You know, it says you know week of July. Uh, <laughs> <something>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm still, I'm still uh, gonna keep picturing Vanessa's uh, <laughs> as as uh, Leslie Nielsen. Um, that's that's the funniest thing. It's brilliant. A Frank Drebin, you know, Leslie Nielsen. Don't call him Shirley. <laughs> it's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at Sunday-Skypers.Podbean.com. Find links to all of our episodes. Links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.